0: Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at Will with 1 L W I L at slicktalkmedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So, if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's RentalsToRescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to again provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So, thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you guys enjoy this episode.
1: good morning good morning
0: happy good monday monday best day of the week best day of the week baby
2: two out yeah. of three of us are uh
0: I'm sorry michael <laughs> so how's everybody's uh week been it's been a great uh great week getting to uh meet jeremy gall yesterday or not yesterday but it feels like yesterday but last week um you know with all the the fun stuff with uh breezeway so Yeah, what's up? What's new? breezeweight.io slash GMH. Slash GMH, baby. I love it. Go now. (laughs) Go now. (laughs) Uh, Awesome. Well, uh, this is a fun week. We're kind of diving into some new stuff, Um, a little bit of OTA, a little bit of payment processing, a little bit of everything. Um, But I think, yeah, you guys... Got anything to cover other than uh, we're going to jump into what's with the noise? Anything new? What
1: will be fun tomorrow? I don't know if you know the Power MBA, but I'm going to record tomorrow kind of like some curriculums for them, actually. So they have founders of quite large companies who are just giving some guidance of courses They asked me to record something. So I have recordings tomorrow. They're coming with a kind of a film crew. They will come in here. So I'm going to just, I should say, I want to say pretend, but I'm going to do uh, Teach people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good thing, I'm never prepared for those things. So I have to do two hours recording. I will do zero preparation. So I'll just, the same what we're doing actually in here. I was going to say, it's the same thing we do here. And then there's just two hours recording. And and they were cut for a piece, and then there'll be probably like 15 seconds of useful content left. I think that'll be kind of the case. That would be fun to do. So
2: They'll be able to trim it to like two minutes of usable content.
1: Yeah. Maximum. Yeah, <laughs> if they're lucky.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, anything good uh, going on with you, uh, Mr. Golden? No, man,
2: getting ready for uh, a vacation. So uh, heading to Ireland, yeah. the castle, right? What's that?
1: You go to a castle?
2: Well, the castle was supposed to be in Scotland, and the UK is not not as kind and welcoming as our EU counterparts in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, gonna spend the whole time in Ireland instead. Well,
1: can't go wrong. Back to Not the in the castle, yeah. though. Yeah. Not in the castle. So you go to the country of Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, broken legs and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. So, so, Will, so when you're gonna battle, Will, you're the most trained guy from three of us, right? So when you gonna just uh, try to get the
0: uh, McGregor gonna- in the ring. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I was in uh, college for like three months. And when I was in college, I uh, went to a boxing gym and I was like, I want to go to a competition. They're like, well, this is your second day. So we can't really get you to a competition. You got to train for a while. I was like, no, I want to spar against somebody. And so they're like, all right. The only person available to spar was their golden glove, Olympic boxer. And I went three rounds and I went to the hospital. So
1: <laughs> I really saw from the beginning like something happened in the past with you. So now I know what is happening. Okay. No, well,
0: it's, yeah, it was it okay. was a <laughs> When I was in uh, at the, the ER, my friend was there and uh, they were gonna take me home and they're like they they said I asked the nurse if I could sit down after <laughs> I was already sitting down. So good times. <laughs> and you you got that
2: concussed wearing one of those head things or well,
0: i got a big nose you know so <laughs> those big head things don't really <laughs> help <laughs> yeah only I saw know. the nose <laughs> yeah it's always a nose man i gotta blame it on that but uh anyway it's enough about me let's jump into what's with the noise and then we'll get a quick message from our sponsor breezeway.io forward slash gmh
2: So a couple of weeks ago, we gave Hilton some slack for um, for calling lockoff suites vacation rentals, but little did we know, vacation rental platform Verbo was about to add hotels. So maybe Hilton was ahead of the times. Uh, but this move makes a lot of sense, where Verbo is adding resorts and hotels, primarily or almost exclusively in. Destination markets where, quite frankly, they they don't have enough inventory right now and they're able to monetize it more quickly uh, rather than sending people over to Expedia. They can just take it uh, on their platform, uh, fits the brand of family travel and into destination drive to markets. So uh, makes total sense. And apologies to Hilton for uh, for jumping the gun on it. Looks like the the rest of the industry is catching up to you.
0: I, gonna, I don't know if it's uh, <laughs> the industry catching up to Hilton with their lockoff rooms, but we'll give them some give them some credit for that, I guess, being early to the party. Uh it's interesting because like you you're you're 100 percent right that it brings uh I guess it fits the brand and it makes sense to just process everything through that platform. But like they gotta be real specific on the property, I think, in my opinion. Like they have to be pretty
2: Okay, you don't want to throw a Motel 8 when a family of four is trying to go to the beach for a week.
0: Exactly. But,
2: but yeah, I mean, there's definitely plenty of resorts or luxury properties that it can fit uh, the Verbo brand. So let's see where that goes and how reviews start coming back when it becomes uh, adopted and, and used.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, before we jump into the rest of the topic today, just want to say, Thank you to breezeway boom we got you right there uh we're excited to have you part of the show and we do have a quick message that we're going to play for our audience so uh pay attention and then we'll jump into the rest of the conversation
3: meet breezeway the leading platform for property care and cleaning operations built to coordinate communicate and verify all the work done at each property so you can deliver a better experience to guests and owners breezeway syncs your property data and reservations into one user-friendly dashboard taking the guesswork out of scheduling jobs to the right person at the right time teams in the field use mobile checklists to get their work done letting you monitor issues and progress in real time giving you confidence that every job is done right and every property is clean, well-maintained, and ready. Smart tools to make complex work much easier. Best of all, Breezeway integrates with dozens of PMS systems and IoT devices, so you can optimize your property service programs without switching the systems you already use. Nice. Breezeway has an entire messaging platform too for texting automated service updates, communicating with guests and residents, and offering additional services like extended stays. Delivering quality property care and service is challenging. Breezeway has you covered each step of the way with tools like detailed owner reporting, safety inspections, and inventory tracking. You'll drive more service revenue, save thousands on operation costs, and boost client satisfaction. It's time to power your property care with Breezeway. Go to Breezeway.io to learn more.
0: Love it! I love it. It's such a good video. Um, awesome. One more time. One more time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so no, we've so we kind of covered the the verbo platform, but that kind of goes into I think the other part of the conversation that we we're talking about earlier um, on the overall like fintech payment processing of travel, basically. Um, so I want to get your guys' opinions on this because we saw that uh, I believe it was Booking uh, launch their soon to be new product on payment processing where they're going to start taking a lot of that stuff in house so uh if you guys have any questions thoughts opinions kind I of give it some
2: no i think we're good no, no,
1: nothing <laughs> <laughs> no it's interesting it's also what of course and go back to uh this amazing company bidroom uh, bidroom.com slash no we have no slash Bid, and uh <laughs> Is that we, we you see that being a merchant of record in many cases there you have to include some payments fees everything is okay let's try to cut this let this let this be done by the hotels right and I think is what you see now if you have to add a couple percent again to some payment fees and everything so I do get that the OTA is looking like, okay how can we instead of paying uh, paying to 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 other platforms how can we just get this part on our side. So it's still what, what we discussed before. And then we have some partnerships in place. For example, we have a partnership with Visa. We have several banks, which, which actually promoting Bidroom. If you have a bank in Holland like ING, you can exchange your points for Bidroom membership. So we work a lot with banks and, and FinTech. For me, it's still surprising is that, yeah, we don't charge the, uh, the, the stay. So in that case, we don't have to handle the payments, but still, of course, booking has to be made to be guaranteed by a credit card. And this still this is also, I think they're all looking how can we make this kind of guarantee differently? And still by adding 16 digits and your expire code and everything, you just constantly taking your card, and then this is kind of confusing, right? And you're storing it somewhere. so of course, the, the payments can be done sometimes, of course, by, by using your mobile, whatever, but still by making a booking and adding your credit card, I think is still kind of outdated to guarantee. So let's see what's happening in there. Um, Again, if you look at any OTA, you don't see any alternatives than still the the, the old fashioned credit card so let's see what, what's going to happen there, but I think this is also needed if we're looking at, at innovation, I hope there will be done something there.
2: Yeah, I think it, it, it catches booking up to Airbnb and Expedia as being the merchant of record, so that's that seems to be the direction they're going uh, Booking did like fifteen billion in revenue last year, if I remember correctly. And if you're taking a point or two uh, from that for payment processing elsewhere, it's millions of dollars. And you know that that basically funds this whole fintech team that they're going to be building. Yeah. So it's and it's a better experience. It's more of what Americans are used to. You know, in, in Europe, it's pretty common to book somewhere and pay at the property. Um, in, in the US, you just expect it to already be paid. Like when I get somewhere and they say, you need to you need to pay. It's like, what? I Pretty sure I already have. Mm-hmm. And so on, on Airbnb, you've already paid for it. On Verbo, you've they got your card, you've already paid for it. Booking, you know, you show up to the property and sometimes you have to you have to pay so i think it's a good move by booking um you know they're they're certainly focused on north america glenn has been pretty outright about that and i think this is a good move and it it's putting the money where the mouth is but, but is
1: it the pay is it the, the fees because of course it's two percent of of what you say we can keep it or at least less cost could make sense but if they're doing the payment processing before it means also if you're looking at the cash on the bank right that thing that make a bigger difference like if you look even though negative interest but still if you're looking at the yeah take you can um, if you can take this if you're looking at the cash flow and if you see what is on the bank there you see a major difference right because if you say they're making you said 15 billion in revenue booking so just make sure that just make a simple calculation this is 15 percent commission imagine it will be this they can monetize the 100 percent or charge 100 percent. it means they're making they're doing 100 billion revenue and then yep. of course they have to pay out and everything but still it's changing their cash position quite differently mm-hmm. Well, and and yeah
2: to your point interest on the float of billions of dollars is not insignificant in and of itself either so uh it's ripe with regulatory and and tax issues across as many countries as booking operates in but they're a big smart team they'll they'll figure it out uh but yeah, it's a good point. The carrying the float. I think we saw Airbnb get in trouble a little bit, carrying the float during COVID, and ultimately, because they were the bank, they refunded all the guests, which upset millions of hosts. Yeah. Um, the booking, quite frankly, wasn't tied up in at all. Uh, so, it it definitely changes the dynamics of the business, but in the end, it's seemingly the the right move so this is also
1: control because in that case they're controlling the customer even more right before you're just you controlling the the guest not the payment but as soon you're controlling this whole cycle the only thing you don't cover is a state but you are controlling the guest data you're controlling the payments so i think there's also a reason for them to even get more control which i think is bad but okay that's you know my decision about uh, my opinion about them but, uh, yeah, I think it's they're the, the giving they're taking much more control, and then i I think still, I think the hotels the properties are able to select if they want to be covered. I think this payment done by by them, but again it's you, you're giving up more control if they're taking care of the payments yeah
0: well my my opinion though is like this is a big step for them taking all the risk because the amount of credit card fraud or chargebacks or anything that happened when I was a hotel manager was insane like. Nonstop, you would get a chargeback almost every day, and and it would be you know something that you couldn't really control, couldn't really fight. Banks didn't really care; like they always went to the favor of the guest or the traveler. Uh, so this is going to be a big headache, in my opinion, for booking whatever OTA wants to take on this challenge. Um, it'll be easier for the hotel, but like you're saying, uh, they they lose a lot more control now. They, what if there is some damage done to the room? How are they going to charge a card? you know how they're going to do this stuff are they still going to have to swipe an incidental at check-in is there
1: Well, still yeah what you yeah. said is still it's not normally you can use give your credit card because for your stay and some guarantee which yeah. i think is also still the like again give your credit card for guarantee could i think be done differently as well but again there's no there's there's no alternative right than giving your credit card for guarantee but again so it's not making this whole process by checking easier because still you have to give your credit card and this is still when i stayed when we could go in a hotel Again, this process of again giving your credit card. Okay, we are gonna charge another hundred euro just for guarantee. Then they just bring your food. And it's like yeah, but we can't this one, we can't add it to your card, so you can use can you already pay it in advance? So like, come on, this is this whole journey of payments is still uh still for me. And I had to fill in ten forms again. It's like yeah. come on, this guys- just, even in your chain and just make it easy, please. So, Michael, we skipped the startup <laughs> of the
2: week, but this uh this week it probably should have been a company called Travelara. Trav- something like that. Um, sorry for butchering the name. Let's guys. check
1: it. And then we mentioned them next week. I thought about the week.
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> they, uh, they're they basically trying to bring crypto into the OTA world.
0: That's exactly where I was going to go with that conversation was like a virtual wallet is probably the only solution. Yeah.
2: and I, I mean, look, we're in the early days, the wild west of crypto and, you know, it's the dot com era where, A billion dot coms happened, but now there's really just Google, maybe Bing and Yahoo, but pretty much just one, right? So what are those what are those top three cryptos that are gonna be used? And
1: uh and yeah, but I think it's all discussion about the anomalous knee and it's like the, the the guarantee of having some crypto, right? That's the other discussion, like how can it really guarantee your stay or because you still don't know who's owning the crypto because that's the kind of benefit of crypto that you don't know who's owning it. So well, I don't know, may, maybe again, like a different kind of wallet, right? It's like, yeah, I have kind of a deposit, to kind of like a deposit, which I'm blocking this, I can use for everything. If I'm booking for every guarantee, which is needed, so you just have to cost you once X amount and you can use it for every guarantee in the future. And it's not using for charging or anything like this. It's just kind of a guarantee kind of deposit. Yeah, there's, there, there's no chargebacks on crypto, are there? No, No. Um, <laughs>
0: You know, you think about Apple wallet, you know, we all have an iPhone or whatever. Um, So you have that, you have that Apple wallet, you just add your credit yeah. card or whatever. And I think like one thing that was always, always got me like, I don't know, it's kind of like just a pet peeve of mine with booking a, either a hotel or a vacation rental is when you go to add your credit card payment into the booking that you have the keyboard pop up instead of the number keyboard, where it's like the just, you know, the dial pad um, that was always like a big. For some reason, it's just big headed because it's a user experience, right? Like I have to yeah. go to a normal keyboard and then go to the numbers in order to switch and add my credit card. So I think if we, you know, if the industry shifts towards, you know, digital payment, digital currency, whether it's just adding your debit card or credit card to your, your virtual wallet, um, you know, there's going to be an easy sync from your phone to be immediately just be like, all right, add my MasterCard or add my Visa. The API
2: to Coinbase or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something
0: mm-hmm. like that. And then, boom, you're done. Like there's, you're kind of outside, out of mind type deal. So.
1: Well, another thing, Angle, is that we're talking now about this whole travel payments in fintech, but you see, the whole fintech landscape is kind of changing as well. Like, we, we're working quite a lot with companies, some, some startups, some quite a lot of fintech companies. You're checking our LinkedIn today. We're announcing another one a partner in fintech. Yesterday, I think, another one. really big one will be announced really soon. So also you can see the fintech companies are looking, how can we include travel? So as the other way, so how can we, because it's super interesting for them for fintech because of course it's different currencies and they're they're making the most of the money if you're looking at credit card companies, where they're actually making money is by travelers, right? Different currencies, markups, everything like this. So you can see a lot of the travel companies and I know a bit more because we we work with a few and start working with a few. They really want to include, for example, if you have a bank app that soon you can book your hotel in there with an integration of another partner, and in this case, because they want to say, "Okay, we well, do this one-stop shopping." You're using your bank app probably every day. You're checking what is your 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 uh, what do you, how do you do nowadays? If it's still positive, or you're getting kind of stressed. But if you seem if you're using your your app and you can make a reservation there, of course, is a great login and, and tool to book hotels and it's connected to your bank app. So in that case, there's no other verification needed. And this will, I think, will be trend as well. What you'll see the coming years that that fintech companies moving in the space of travel. So, opposite, you see the travel companies moving into fintech, but I think fintech moving also into travel. So, I think it will go both ways. Interesting prediction is a prediction again. You see, 2030 or 2022? No, soon. I would just say even starting now. But I think um, you starting will see more fintech companies next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> no, there will be some soon, but I think in this year already you will see some shift doing this direction, and you see. Um, the credit card companies, well, they're really moving. How can we really do much more with uh, uh, with travel? So yeah. it will be really both ways because I think they also see the competition that the travel companies want to move into uh, into payments. So why not, if your payment provider go into travel? Because again, as I mentioned just a few seconds ago, the biggest margin is on, on uh, exchange. Yeah.
2: The, um saw an interesting article the other day about airlines not taking payment until the flight until like you board or until the flight happens um, so it, it seems we go in the opposite direction right like Airbnb you pay now and it might be three months before your stay yeah but on these flights that's that's how it exists right now but it could be changing in, in the future and with flights you know Southwest already basically you can change your flights whenever you want if you have status on delta you can do the same but you have to be status to do that uh but at the end of the day it's probably better to not prepay like i prefer holding on to Mm -hmm. my money until i'm consuming the good or the service that is is happening
1: so is it connected to refunds or cancellations because if you're as an airline or a hotel have to process the payment. Then in that case there's a cancellation, of course you can refund. But there's always still still some margin what has to be paid to the payment provider. So if there's and especially now you see there's numbers of cancellations, people booking multiple properties and then and maybe and then at the end they might cancel a few of them. So all those fees again is just a loose for the one who's taking the payments in that case, which could be the could be the hotel.
2: Well, and and if they don't refund the money outright, then they're carrying liabilities of just holding cash for somebody until they go and use it. So, I mean, it's just like the rewards programs from the hotels or the airlines. It was, it's a source of tied up revenue that they can't really use or tap into, uh, which we saw some companies struggle with during COVID. So it's a good point. Like if you... If you take the payment and refund it, you're getting paid, You're getting docked two and a half percent this direction, two and a half percent that direction, and then in theory they're doing it again.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I don't think it's so much you see with the, with I think with the stripes and stuff of this world. So it's not I think big part of maybe almost everything. You just don't have to pay a transaction fee, or it's limited. But there's still some, probably some small fee which is there, right? So might not be twice two and a half percent, but it probably will be some fees. And
0: yeah, I think Stripe glad that you mentioned that because i think they're going to be the one of the companies that kind of lead the maybe some innovation or change when it comes to payment processing because they they've from what i remember square was kind of like the the leading right at least for like freelancers and a few other small businesses square was the go-to one but now shifting everybody's using stripe stripe has you know gone through massive changes and so uh i think yeah well, they're but, doing lot
1: for startups right they have this whole startup program if you want yeah. to start a company somewhere else they can help you to start uh, to to open a company in the US it's like they have this i think it's others program so they're doing quite a lot in this space and i think it's also they're making it really easy for you to set up your business connect with them we're charging for example our members the subscription fees we're using stripe for it as well and they, of course yeah. they are they're always up to date their their api documentation is great they're facilitating different payment models including the apple Pays of this world so you can see the one who is just having the most payment models and which is the, the easiest to integrate, of course, that's the one you're choosing for. So,
0: yeah, that's how I filed my business was through their Atlas program. So, at the other day, it was super simple. And maybe now- they want to sponsor Stripe. Hey, that's Stripe. yeah. I'll we'll reach out. I'll get them. <laughs> Man, our our
2: list of future potential sponsors is long, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Lifehouse, Marriott, Delta, Stripe, Coca Cola. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, we're a little early today, but other than that, I think we covered a lot of ground and this is an interesting conversation. I think we're definitely going to revisit, you know, in the next six months to to a year. So all our listeners stay tuned because there's more to come for fintech and all this fun stuff with OTAs and what they're doing. You guys have a a good week. Yeah. Exciting stuff. And uh, we just want to say one
1: more time. Thank you to Breezeway. Shout out. visit them click book reserve everything what you can do awesome (laughs) love
0: it all right guys well we'll see you guys all
1: again next week